Welcome to Socialette, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in launching and online marketing. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a corporate dropout turned launch strategist, helping you launch your digital products simply and successfully so you can reach more people, grow your audience, and become the go-to brand in your space. Want to swipe my signature launch framework? Download my free ebook, The Complete Roadmap for a Killer Launch at stephtaylor.co forward slash roadmap. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Hey, welcome back to Social Let. This is episode 314. So when I actually prepped this episode, I was originally counting on it just being five things that you could do right now to prepare for a future launch. Even if you're not in the middle of launching anything or you don't know what you're planning on launching or anything like that, I thought, you know, here are five things you can do. And then when I started writing them out, I actually ended up with 10. So you might have seen these 10 things on my Instagram Reels video that I shared the other day, but I didn't go very deep into them. I just shared the 10 points. So this episode, I'm diving deep into 10 things that you can do today. You can start doing today. You don't have to wait. So that when you launch something in the future, when you launch a digital product in the future, you have an audience who are ready, you know your audience, and you're perfectly primed to start launching. So the first thing you can do is you can survey your audience. I did this at the end of last year and it gave me so much insight into the kinds of products I can create for them, how I can serve them, what kind of content to create. I honestly, you have no idea how valuable that is. So get out there and start talking to them, whether it's on a one-on-one basis, whether it's sending out a survey to your email list, whether it's even just putting up Instagram stories, question stickers or polls. The other thing you can do is start to grow your email list. I talked about this a little bit last episode, how your email list is so much more valuable than Instagram following or Facebook following or whatever social media platform you're on. So I would highly recommend you start to grow your email list because these are going to be the people who then are going to buy when you launch. The next thing to do is email your list weekly. So yes, you want to grow them, but once they're on there, you want to be consistently emailing them. And I recommend weekly because it's often enough that they are keeping you in their mind, but it's not so often that they're going to get annoyed at you. And it's not so often that you have to consistently create email content and you feel like you're just going around in circles. So email your list weekly, give them value. Don't make it like a newsletter where it's like, this is what I've been up to. It's not about you. It's about them. So think about, you know, what value can I deliver them? And that's where we go back to that first point, which was surveying your audience and finding out what they need from you and then giving them that. Number four is to consistently share good content. Again, like go back to the survey, find out how you can help them, what problems they have and give them good content, give them value and, you know, like just get into the habit of doing it regularly so that you already have this engaged audience when it comes to your pre-launch and it becomes a lot less stressful because you are already in the habit of consistently putting content out there and showing up. Number five is consistently show up on social media. I know that a lot of people do this. They will like hide 
for months. And then when it comes to launching something, then they'll start showing up. If you can make a habit of showing up, whether it's on stories or Instagram posts or Facebook or wherever you can show up, if you do that consistently, that starts to nurture your audience and build that engagement. And again, it makes your launch so much easier because they're already engaged. Number six is work on your mindset. It's funny because in the last couple of months, I had a bit of an aha that the biggest problem people have with their launches isn't marketing, it's mindset. And you guys don't realize that, you know, most of you are like, yeah, my mindset's fine. I just want to learn how to get more people to buy my course when I launch it. And I'm realizing more and more, like I've been doing a lot of one-on-one calls lately and I'm realizing more and more that you guys think it's a marketing problem. Like what might be disguised as a marketing problem is actually a mindset problem. So for example, one that I notice quite a lot is like, how do I get more Instagram followers? My audience is too small. It's actually a mindset problem because you're approaching your launch with the mindset of my audience is too small, so it's going to fail. When in actual fact, you don't need a big audience to launch. You're allowed to be a beginner that first launch, right? Even your second, third, fourth, fifth launch, you're allowed to be a beginner. And it's only when we allow our mindset to run the show and get in the way that we end up sabotaging our own launches because we're letting our fear, we're letting our overwhelm, we're letting that procrastination, perfectionism, all of these little things get in the way of taking action. And ultimately, it's taking action that makes your launch successful. The seventh thing you can do is you can start to pitch to be on other people's podcasts. This is one of the best ways to grow your audience for free. And I think it's a really valuable... It's a valuable growth thing for you because you're getting out there and you're learning to communicate what it is that you do. You're learning to lead with value and to serve other people's audiences. And I often get asked by people like, why would anyone want to have me on their podcast? You know, like they're a big deal and I don't have an audience. Well, you know what? They don't want you on their podcast because you have an audience that you're going to share it to. They want you on their podcast because their audience wants value and they need to consistently provide value to their audience. So if you can pitch them and lead with the value you're going to provide to their audience, then why the hell wouldn't they want you on their podcast? Same with the next tip, which is number eight, pitch collaborations. Again, you can collaborate with a bigger brand as long as you have value to deliver their audience. So get out there and figure out, okay, who are some people that have a similar audience that I want to reach, but who aren't my direct competitors? And then get brainstorming about how you can potentially collaborate with them and how you can serve their audience and deliver value to their audience. This might look like teaching a bonus class to somebody's membership site. It might look like running an event together, an online event. I don't know. Get creative and think about how you can serve their audience. Number nine is kind of what I touched on just then, teach to other people's audiences. So online conferences, virtual summits, there are so many of them now, as long as you have something valuable to teach, and if you don't have something valuable to teach, you probably actually do. You just don't realize it. It's probably just good old imposter syndrome getting in the way. But if you can teach to other people's audiences 
and make it so worth their while, then even if you don't pitch yourself at the end, they're still going to be interested in finding more about you and finding out like what that next step to work with you is. And then number 10 is block out the launch dates in your calendar now. So I recommend that you allow 60 to 90 days of pre-launch. And obviously you don't, you're, you're focused during these 60 to 90 days. You can still keep doing client work. Then I would recommend having like a week of, a week or two of like really intense times where you're like really trying to drive people to your webinar or your free challenge or whatever it is that's going to be your launch event. And then blocking out completely the next seven to 10 days, which is when doors open and doors close, because that is when you really need to be showing up with full energy in your inbox, replying to emails, in your DMs, replying to DMs, just being present and not distracted with client work. So block those out now because that then means that you can't procrastinate it later on because you've blocked out that time, you've set it aside and you're 100% committed to launching on those dates. So I hope this has been helpful. That's 10 things that you can do now to prepare for your future launch. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes released every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And if you found this episode helpful, I really would appreciate a quick rating and a written review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Catch you next time.